talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Brent, Kevin, how are you today? Ooh, wonderful, wonderful. Good, All right. Good. I feel like you wear that Guardian of the Galaxy hat every time we record, Brent. It's a good hat. It well, is a I've good I've only had it for a month, so... <clears throat> yeah. He likes Couldn't the hat. Wear it every time. Yeah. But I, I think I think that's your, your recording. It kind of goes hat. with my brown and my brown outfit. My yeah, what is that? It's it's a hunter shooting like a video game thing? Kevin can get this video. That, that is, is a, very classic. Is that Space Invaders? And and the hunter Duck is, Hunter? Is that um Yes Duck Hunter, hunter and Space Invaders shooting together. Space Invaders. <laughs> what's, the little, what's the little guys on the top? Now there? that's a game I would left. play. Oh, okay. Oh the lives that are left, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'd tore up some space invaders back in the day. Oh, hey, a friend of mine selling a uh, arcade game. It's yeah. got like sixty different games. It's a stand-up one, seven hundred bucks. It's got Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, all that stuff. Sweet. That's a pretty sweet deal. I actually, I don't know, I'm not a gamer, but I thought about getting that I mean, for my cool. living room just, just cause. For the living room. Absolutely. Yeah, you remember you're married, right? Just... Well, but okay. okay. I'll, all right, all right. I'll right. put it in my, uh, put it in my closet. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got a great topic for today. Today's topic is how do we hear from God. Yeah. <clears throat> it's much more so the hopefully the practical nature of how mm-hmm. do we hear from God? Because you know a lot of people that are listening, uh, they really want to hear from God, but but it, we struggle. How do we do that? How do I know it's yeah. God's voice? Yeah. Um. So let's talk about that today. How do you hear from God? Anybody have a starting comment? You know, we say how do you pray? A lot of times yeah. we've always taught start praying. Just start praying, um, and don't read all the books on prayer. Not that that's wrong, but maybe hearing from God's there's a little bit of the same thing there. Um, we read and read and read books on how to hear God's voice, and sometimes we just need to start practicing it. So that's not how yet, but I'm just going to throw that out there at first. Just start. We just start listening for God's voice. Well, I think there is an intentionality. Do I have ears to hear? Jesus even talks about that mm-hmm. when, when when he's telling parables. It's like why, why do we, why do we as disciples why didn't we get it the first time? He says because we don't have you don't have ears to hear. So that's part of the mm-hmm. prayer life that we have here as a church that we're praying on a constant basis for eyes to see the way he sees, ears to hear the way that he hears, and a heart just like Jesus. So for me, there is an ongoing. I would I think I could honestly say daily prayer of. Give me ears to hear what it is that you have to say to me. And not that it's I'm, I'm listening to hear a voice as in the way that we're speaking yeah. right now. I've never heard that I recall an audible voice, but in my mind, right there, I have heard as clear as any other thought that I've had something that there was no way on earth that was from me. That had to be from so, God. So there's nothing wrong with praying, God, speak to me. I need a word on this situation. But maybe the prayer shouldn't stop there. It should be, God, help me prepare to hear what you have to say like so give me the ears to hear this message that so that that's more of an internal thing that's uh that's seeking holiness and clean hands and pure heart and so it's not just god give me the answer so if we were to break it down in steps or in in blocks i guess yeah the first question we would have to answer is does god speak and then second can we hear does he want us to hear and i think the answer to both of those is yes yes and yes uh you know romans 12 uh, do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is so yes god wants to speak what what are some of the ways in scripture god has been revealed to speak to people a donkey 
It's one of them, mm-hmm. right? Burning and bush. And the donkey wasn't even saved. I mean, it was a lost donkey. <laughs> it was a definitely a lost donkey, yeah. <laughs> he uh, speaks through a burning bush, burning right? Bush. So nature mm-hmm. uh, or unique act of nature, yeah. I suppose. We have the gentle whisper, which was also, I guess, nature. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, was that Elijah, Elijah that was yeah. put in the cleft of the rock and yeah. the Lord passed by? You have angelic visitations. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have visitations that many scholars would say was not necessarily an angelic, but actually Jesus himself yeah. coming yep. forth pre, pre, um, that's Isaac, not Isaac, but Jacob wrestling with, yes. with God. It, it, yeah. it could have been, you know, pre, 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 yeah. pre, yeah. pre New Testament. Yeah. Yes. Um, you dreams and visions. That's yeah. all in, in the Old Testament and New Testament. And today. And absolutely. We hear stories all over, absolutely. especially in the Middle East. Places. Now, there are some people, though, who would say that God doesn't speak through any of those things anymore. He only speaks through his word. And we, we didn't mention his word, but actually right. all that we just mentioned was, was predicated on, on his right. word. So, sure. yeah, yes. obviously his word is is uh, right. the most or probably the least subjective, I would say. It's black and white. Yeah. But but does God still speak through angelic beings? Does he still speak through audible voice? No. If he doesn't, then he changes. Ah, that's good. And because I don't have personal experience does not negate the truth of Scripture. If God's ne- I have never had an angelic visitation. Right. And I'll be honest with you. I think that's super cool. Wouldn't it be awesome? To, Man, I have bring even it. Well, you want the flaming sword kind well, of one, or do I, you want to... Whatever. Like, you know, yeah. I just want to wake up, and, and, and they're at the foot of my bed, and they're talking to me. I mean, I don't know. I want to hear the... It, it is, and honestly, yeah. it, I have even prayed the prayers, God, if, if it was true in the Scripture, <laughs> then make it true in my heart and in my right. life. I would yeah. love for you, O most king of the universe... To send one of your messengers. I mean, that's what an angel is. It's defined as a messenger. Mm-hmm. To send one of your message, messengers to give me a message straight from on high. I would love that. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know who I could get up in the morning and say, Hey, Jeff. Hey, Kevin, guess what? I had an <laughs> angelic visitation. And then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm in straight jackets yeah, or something. I'd believe I mean, you. I don't, I don't know. But I, I crave for more of what we saw in Scripture. So from a logic-based perspective... Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe we're not supposed to have this stuff because we've got the written word. The problem is we can't defend that biblically. Right. And the Bible doesn't say that God God changes his mind. If God did it then, he's got the capability of doing it now. And if God changes, I yeah. that, that's scary. The idea that God could God could change. And I'm talking about changing his mind the way he he blessed Nineveh because of the obedience of Jonah and, and gave them a generation or two later mm-hmm. before that, that word actually came to pass because of the repentance of the people. I'm not talking about that God yeah. changes his mind, but just a God that changes yeah. on a day-in, day-out basis, mm-hmm. that's not the God that I believe That's a slippery in. God. It is. And, you, and if, a God, if God changes, you can't trust him. Absolutely. Because you don't know if what he said yesterday still applies for today. So have any of you? Oh, sorry. Good. Well, I, I love doctrine. I, I I think that you know studying and and and, and having, the, I've got friends on both sides of this camp that that believe that you know God only speaks through the Word now and 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 through even they'll say you know through through the Spirit guiding us into the Word, um, and then I got others who totally believe that you know God's still moving the same way He did in in the Old Testament, New Testament. He's still speaking to us like He did in the in the Word of God. Um, I love studying doctrine, and I don't in either one of those camps. You know, that's you can make points there, but I, I guess in a big general statement would be that our doctrine, as good as it is, we can't let our doctrine trap us. Yeah. Um, you know that God is uh, there. To me, there are just too many reputable source stories that are happening even today 
Um, you know, we're seeing this in, in, in Muslim-dominated countries where I'm not talking like American Muslim. I'm talking like, the, you know, the cut-your-head-off kind mm-hmm. of Muslims that they're going to bed at night, and they're seeing Jesus Christ himself in their sleep, and they're coming up, they're waking up the next morning, you know, knowing they've had an experience with Jesus Christ at night, and they've given their lives to him, telling their family the next day, risking everything, um, you know, risking it all. So it's a, it's, there's too many of those stories, reputable stories out there for me to deny that that's happening right now. So I think it would be safe to say that all of us believe that the way God has revealed himself in the past is still viable today. I believe so. It's just not as prominent necessarily, or it's not it's not as um, necessary because we do have God's Word. So there are going to be special times and special moments that he reveals himself to us, but, but, that, but we're not looking for that. We're just open to, okay, if God did it before, he can certainly do it now. Sure. I know I have had life-altering um, directions yeah. based on dreams. That I, I woke up and I knew that God had said, "This yeah. is this is what I'm telling you." Um, that's to some people that'd be weird, but but why why would that be weird? Why would God not give visions and dreams even today? What does it's that not, make? Yeah, it's not weird to me at all. I, don't, I mean, it, it, it like Brent said, it, it, you know, it's God. I mean, he, he knew what we, he wants. we preach all the time that He's an unchanging God. Um, he can do whatever He wants, and it, it's it's the way He's functioned for. Thousands of years. Part of it, I think, is a belief system based on if you are a person who's an adult now who grew up in a church, your perspective most likely is based on the way that your church taught you and and what your parents taught you and the way that you believe. And that could line up with Scripture. It may not line up with Scripture because one of the things that we have to check ourselves is, is what I'm hearing, is what I'm reading, is what I'm processing actually from God, or is it not? Yeah. Does it line up with Scripture? So any word that we receive, whether it be dream, thoughts in our minds, audible things that we hear in our ear, if any of it yeah. counters, goes against what is written in the in the Scripture, not God. Then, it, then it's not of God. Yeah. But going back to the way we believe, you've got two thoughts about what the word of God is. You've got the logos word and you've got the rhema word. The logos word is the written word, Mm -hmm. which I think just about all Christ followers who have studied the Bible would say that the written word is the authentic word of God. So that's not part of our conversation because we believe all three of us in the, it's already settled settled for for us. So if you don't agree with that, we're we're not even going down that because that's what we believe. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think for many People, it is the rhema word of God, the spoken word of God. Does God still speak today? Mm-hmm. And if he does, what does that actually look right. like? And the rhema word, I, now obviously because of time, I don't have time to jump into it a lot, but I can, I can show you scripture. We could talk about scripture in the New Testament that talks about the Holy Spirit speaking. Sure. And it's not that audible voice. It is through the dreams and the visions and the inklings in, in our in our hearts and and it's the rainbow the spoken word mm-hmm. of god where god speaks so if you are from a biblical background that does not believe that the rainbow word of god exists then you're most likely would be in the camp of no dreams no visions no signs no wonders no no miraculous healings you know whatever whatever that is that is based on a, a spoken word of god today mm-hmm. based on what is taught in the scripture. Right. 
But I think that's an excellent point because we're we obviously do believe that stuff still exists, but we're also very quick to say it cannot exist independent from the truth already found in God's word because sure. God does not change and therefore he's not going to tell me he's not going to give me a new revelation. He's not going to say, you know what, I, I I didn't tell anybody else this. This is just for you. This is a secret, special theological understanding. Right. No, that doesn't work that way. Danger. <laughs> yeah, that's the definite danger. Yeah. So, so I have to always, we have to always match what we think we heard from God up to what God has already spoken and confirm it with that. And if there's ever a variance, it's always that we heard it wrong. Not yeah. that God got it wrong in His Word. Now, obviously, we we could just misunderstand what the Scripture is saying. That is, that. It, but then again, that's also on us because we can misinterpret Scripture. That happens. The very yeah. basis of denominations are based on different uh, belief systems yeah. on what the yeah. written Word actually says. What you just said, though, Jeff, I think that's what scares a lot of good people, good believers, even uh, away from believing in the Holy Spirit speaking today, is because so many bad cults and, and yeah. bad paths have been taken subjectively by God told me to do this. God said I was supposed to do this or, you know, blow up a building or, or you know, cults, all this kind of stuff. And so it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, okay, so that's, that's all crazy, but it's the counterfeit. You know, God does still speak that way. Obviously that wasn't from God, but now there's this fear of, um, listening to the Holy Spirit because it's like that's that's not real it's only in the word so there uh, uh, Paul Peter revelation with John all of them are address issues with false teachers and false prophets yeah. Yeah. and the the whole idea between behind a false teacher and a false prophet is someone who is sharing and pointing toward counterfeit light yes counterfeit light right and I just there. Going, going out something you hear from God this past week, I was in a prayer time with our teenagers, and I felt like God just spoke to my heart about the counterfeit of light in this world. Mm-hmm. And that, it, how do you defend that biblically? Because we look at the Bible and how we break it down. It's light and it's dark. It's good and it's evil. It's right and it's wrong. And that's kind of the essence of it. But there is a counterfeit light mm-hmm. that exists in this world. How do we defend that? Because of the evil one, the evil one disguises himself as a counter, as, as, as an angel of light. light. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, the counterfeit is not blackness to, to light. It's right. not darkness it's to light. It's a shade of light. It, yeah. Is, yeah. it is a shade it's of a light yeah. that draws our attention away from the true light, which is Jesus. Yeah. It is a trap. And so that's part of the... Okay. Doctrine of false teachers and false prophets right. that we have to guard ourselves. You as an individual listening to this, you have to guard yourself against that. Yeah. And I've said this many, many, many times to our church. If I ever say anything that goes against Scripture, I'm wrong. Right. Period. Yeah. But if you're not reading the Scripture for yourself, then you don't know. You can't take my words right. simply because I'm on stage, I'm on a podcast, I've wrote a book, whatever it is, because yeah. that's that's not right. who I... You, you can't... If what I say disagrees with Scripture, then then I'm wrong, and right. I can tell you that you know wh- make up a book of the Bible and tell you that monkeys are us because the Bible mm-hmm. says it. And if you don't read that for yourself, you have no idea right. that I can almost is true or false. I can almost hear the, the listener now just begging us to answer a question, though. Like, how do I hear from God? Right, exactly. Like that's that's the whole <laughs> the question because like maybe you know okay, so it's subjective. So how do I know if this is really the light of God or this is the counterfeit light? How do I know? Well, we the start with to that us. 
um, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Those with clean hands and a pure heart, okay. right? Uh, so holiness. David says, create in me a clean heart, O God, right? Yeah. So whole, personal holiness, uh, the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective. So our own righteousness, not, not, not the imputed righteousness of Christ, but our own holiness, I guess I should say, that is the foundation for so, hearing from God. Once again, not just seeking God, give me an answer on this situation, but God, help me to be in a place to be able to receive the yes. answer you have for me. Because God's always speaking. You know, I think sure. Black could be pretty much cleared that one up yep. for all of us. God is always at work. He's always speaking. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not we're able to hear. It's yeah. almost, I, I, if I could paint a picture, for us to live a sinful life, and by sinful I mean it could be either blatant sin or it could be passive sin. Not not that there's necessarily that distinction. That's my own words. But, mm-hmm. you know, a passive sin means I just don't care much. I'm not pursuing God. You know, I'm just going yeah, about my own way. I just love myself. If that if that's the way we're going, then we've got we've got wax in our ears. And you know when you have wax, I actually went to the doctor because I thought I had was losing my hearing because everything was muffled, mm-hmm. and I and I and I was really getting concerned as a musician. That's a scary thing. I'm yeah. going, man, I'm in trouble. So I went to the doctor, and he goes, "Yep, I can fix it." And I, oh, really, I, I'm not losing my hearing. He goes, "No, you just have giant." globs of wax in your ear so he took the syringe and you know did the whole thing and out of my ear sorry this is kind of gross but fun all right out of my ear came this giant gob of (laughs) earwax and see what had happened was i went diving and the earwax pressed up against my eardrum Uh so the problem was the problem was not my ability to hear the problem was in the The blockage blockage. Of, of what God gave me to be able to hear. Mm. Sin is the same way. Mm. It blocks our ability to hear. It doesn't change God. It just And you might even us. still hear a little bit. It's sure. just muffled and distorted and Great point. Thank you. That is that is that is really so we have to go to go to God not just once, but regularly, Lord, forgive me. Mm. And 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 you know what, we're really good this whole another podcast, but we're really good at being Lord forgive me my sin. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We really need to be more... A bit of the repentance part, yeah. too. Yeah. If we confess our sin, it's not if we confess that we have sinned. Right. If we confess our specific sin, search me, O God, know my thoughts, mm-hmm. see if there's any wicked way in me. Mm-hmm. Lord, what is it about my life that's broken? Yeah. What am I doing to offend you? You know, all of us could testify that the, the cleaner we got spiritually, the more we were able to hear. Yep. Yep. So we begin with purification. Maybe the next step then is the intentionality of pursuing an ear to hear. <clears throat> because it's not just a happenstance. I'm driving down the road and I hear right. something. Oh, there was God speaking. It's Wee. it's the chasing after, the asking, the mm-hmm. the perceiving, the discernment is pursuing more of who Christ yeah. is. Do you want to hear from God? I mean, honestly, there's yeah. a lot of people are just content, you know? Do you want to hear from God? If, if if you don't want to hear from him, you're probably not going to. Well, he might tell me something I don't want to be right. obedient in, so, so I'd rather plead ignorance. Yeah. What a shame, though. Hmm. That's assuming that God is an, an unjust or unloving right. or a mean God. Yep. God, I don't, want, I don't want anything else but my fire insurance because mm-hmm. I'm afraid you're going to send me somewhere that I don't want to go. Yeah. And it's always what? Africa. You're going to send me to Africa. It's always Africa. You're going to take my house. You're going to kill my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, we act as if God is this vengeful, um, unkind God. 
And, and that really just demonstrates that we don't know the character of God at all, if that's what right. we think. He's a good, good father. Mm. Hey, can I... Uh, I heard testimony yesterday. I don't want to tell who it was, but uh, this was too good. We did the song Good, Good Father, right, during worship. And uh, this person was in a uh, an accident and could not lift his arms up past just level to the floor. Yes, I heard this During the song Good, Good Father, yeah. the, he lifted his hands all the way mm-hmm. up pain-free. And he's like, whoa, I'm my hands are lifted yep. pain-free. This is incredible. And then afterwards, it started hurting again. He's Went like, right wow. But, I heard that but it was the whole thought of he yep. is a good, good father. And, you know, God was using that to speak to him. Yeah. He heard from God through the experience right. that was a physical experience, but it was something that was very audibly the voice of God. Absolutely. What a, that's a spiritual marker. I Absolutely. Think so, but so Blackaby cool. calls it. So, yeah. so how do we hear from God? <laughs> let's let's kind of answer that for us, our, for us personally. For me, it's... It's many different ways that I have heard God speak. And again, let me preface by I have not audibly heard the voice of God, but I have I have seen things in my mind that it is not my imagination where I knew that God had spoke. So many times as I'm reading scripture, I have aha moments. An aha sure. moment, quite honestly, when it points me toward God mm-hmm. is a God moment. It's God yeah. speaking. Yep. Yeah. So aha moments are a great way that I acknowledge that I'm hearing from the voice of God. Another way is in godly material that I'm reading or studying where I have aha moments. Just got a sense that, man, this is good. This is rich. I can almost, I can almost audibly hear the voice of God as I read this particular section of of a book that was pointing me toward a deeper relationship with Christ. So again, more of aha moments. Many times through worship, through music, in in my body, in my chest, I'll just I'll sense happiness and joy and completeness and and things of that nature that I just know is an honor and a glorifying of God. And there's a there's a presence, there's mm-hmm. a sense that the Holy Spirit is there and that that God is moving. So I, I would say that I, I sense that. For me, I have had dreams, like you were mentioning, mm-hmm. Jeff, that I just know absolutely I wake up, I can't get it off my mind, I have to write it down, I think about it, I process it. Uh, maybe God will take me to, to Scripture. I've, I've had dreams in the past where I woke up and I audibly, as I... As I kind of, I think I was talking about it earlier, where sometimes I'll wake up with a song in my head. Sometimes I'll wake up with a scripture verse in my head, and not the, not it written out, but just mm-hmm. you know, the other day Psalms Psalm twenty four came to me as mm-hmm. I was praying. I couldn't tell you what Psalm twenty four was off the top of my head, other than it came after Psalm twenty three, which I could I could mm-hmm. repeat by heart. But I go back and I look at it. And I'm like. Wait, this is this is part of what I've been teaching for years about clean hands and pure heart. But there were other aspects mm-hmm. of it that just jumped out to me in that moment. So those are just some of the ways that I hear from God through nature, yeah. uh, as as I walk or ride a bike or things of that nature. Many many times, at, but it's not just that I'm riding my bike or I'm just walking just for the sake of doing it. As I'm doing that, I'm listening to music. I'm uh, Christ. Christian music, or I'm listening to a podcast or something, and I'm intentionally thinking about God. So what mm-hmm. I find is, not very often do I would I recognize that I've heard from God when I was not intentionally pursuing Him. 
if my mind and my heart was already in tune, I'm, I'm chasing after him. I want to hear from him. I'm reading about him. I'm trying to draw closer to him. Those are the moments that I do mm-hmm. hear more often. Mm. So maybe there's a correlation there. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I think it matters too, or, or not matter. I think it, deter- it depends on what kind of stuff you're hearing because you know some things that you hear from god just are on a daily basis you're just listening to his voice that's what the scripture means by walk by the spirit right live by the spirit so we're not we're not um getting our marching orders or we're not hearing from him just once every now and then on a daily basis on an hourly basis we're trying to be in tune with what god says to us but i think there are those moments though that we hear god's voice those definitive moments about life direction or major life decision and those, for me, tend to follow very distinct patterns. Um, the way God has worked in my life in the past, and I, I don't see any reason for him to change it unless he just wants to, but he normally starts by by making me uh, anxious. Not anxious, but making me restless, sure. which causes me to you know put my antenna up and yeah. start listening and looking. Mm-hmm. And then he will do something kind of as a... Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? As a decoy, so he'll do something it's a as false a false start kind of thing. Yeah, like a false start yeah. to get me to to get me to yeah. look. That's not where he wants me to wind up, but it's to get me thinking about that yeah. particular thing, yeah. almost as if it's a safe way to think about yeah. it, right? And then he'll shut that door, and then he'll go. Now here's the real okay. One. Now here's the real yeah. deal. I know coming to First Baptist Church uh, almost 16 years ago now. The first Sunday I was here, I was only supposed to be here for pulpit supply for a couple of weeks. That's gone a long time now. Yes, yeah. a couple of weeks to 16 <laughs> years. Uh, poor church, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I like to tell people they were desperate. Nobody else would come, and I was the only hope or the only, the only, the only dummy to say yes. You're available. Um, so I remember sitting in the front pew and hearing God's voice very clearly, God saying, this would be a good place to pastor. Now, my life direction at that point was nowhere close to wanting sure. to pastor a church, yeah. but I heard God's voice, and I knew that in that moment, God was going to call me here. Mm-hmm. And um, but, I, but the previous place I was at, the same thing happened. God spoke to me, and, I, and, and it, was, it was just very clear, this is what the Lord is doing. So when he speaks, I then have to just wait for his timeline to unfold. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't always do that, but that seems to be a pattern in my life. And here's what I think God does. I think he speaks to us based on how we hear. I think he's aware of our personality. Yeah, it's going to be different. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be different for everybody. I agree. Or or, or somewhat different. But you do that with your children. Yeah, absolutely. I don't talk to Joshua the same way I talk to Sarah or the same way I talk to Hannah. I start where they are at. Right. It's not that I'm changing or that I'm insecure. Speaking their language. I'm speaking their language because my my goal is for them to hear and understand. Right. How does he speak to me? It's echo. uh, It's all the above, the aha moments in the scripture, um, you know, all that. I I guess what I'll address, because I've I've had those as well. Jeff, mine's probably similar to yours as far as the the, the bigger uh, life change things. Yeah. and sometimes it's a decision between two good things, so it's yeah. not necessarily a. It's two good decisions are out there, um, and I'm. It's been the same way for me too. Sometimes there's a, uh, a restlessness and uneasiness, and um, that's hard to define, especially the first time. But the the other times it's happened, and you get a little bit easier to go. Oh, this is God speaking here. This is this is the way God's worked in my life in the past, um, and I know for me. Uh, 
when I f- finally land on, I say a decision, but it's really, decision seems to be the wrong word, but obedience. A, a direction, an obedience direction there. Um, it's almost like I, there's a peace that just comes over there. That said, in my past, there's been decisions I've thought were right that I've made wrong um, and not followed what God had me to, but I thought I was. So here's the good news. <laughs> God has always been gracious and um, helped me out of those. So, th- you know, that person that's so hung up over, you know, not knowing what to do, um, just know that God's good no matter what. Um, and now, I'm not, t- I'm talking about two two good decisions that are right. I'm not yeah. talking about should I leave my wife or not leave my wife. I'm not talking about stuff like that. Wrong. It's not, go back to yeah. the scripture thing again. But, um, so I, I, will, I do want to say this though. I just, you're talking about the dreams. The dream thing has not happened to me too often, but it has happened a few times. Um, just a few weeks ago, I told our home group about this one, but, um, I was dreaming about Peter walking on the water. You know, we've heard that story a gazillion times and I've even preached that passage several times, but the, the message typically for that passage is he had faith, he got out of the boat, he kept his eyes on Jesus. When he took his eyes off Jesus, he fell in the water, but God was gracious and pulled him up out of the water. And usually it's more of a metaphorical sermon about, you know, keeping our eyes on Jesus. That's typically the point. But in my dream, I'm actually dreaming it, and then I was actually preaching it in my dream. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I was mm-hmm. preaching this. But in my dream, what I felt God saying was, um, forget all that. Peter walked on water. Yeah. Like, Peter walked a person, a human being, beat the law of physics and was doing something that is miraculous. And and that's what I was hearing in my dream over and over and over. And so in my dream, I'm preaching to a crowd, and I'm saying, church, if I wanted to fly today, I could fly today. Now, I'm not telling people to go jump off a roof, <laughs> but what I'm saying is our God is big enough to beat the law of yeah. physics. And so, uh, you know, I'm not going to go... Well, I guess I did just announce that to the world in the podcast, but um, that's the message I got in my dream. I woke up that next morning going, my God is big. My God is really big. That's the message I got from that. Mm. Um, so, you know, nothing wrong with that other metaphorical sermon we've preached a hundred times, but God spoke to me in my dream that night, you know, and it was really cool to wake up with that new, fresh word from God that I'm big. I'm bigger than you're giving me credit for. That's, that's what good. he told me in my dream. That's good. So he does speak. If you have ears to hear, let them hear. I, mm. This this next verse has spoke so much to me in the last six months. It's Isaiah 30, verse 21. It says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. That's mm. good. That's real good. Uh, what was that? Isaiah 30? Isaiah 30, 21. 30, 21. That is good. It's the voice behind you saying, This is the way to walk in. And so it... it the intentionality for us is the actual walking. And I think that's where we draw the line so many times is I won't, I won't make any advances because I'm not hearing the voice of God where Take God says, I'll step. be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, which means you have to be moving the mm-hmm. lamp to 3000 years ago, 2000 mm-hmm. years ago um, was two feet. It, you, you saw two or three feet ahead yeah. of you. It is. You couldn't. It's not a flashlight that we have today. We can see it across a parking yeah. lot. It was right in front of yeah. you. And Jesus says, as you're walking, I'm going to be the light to your feet. And when it comes to the point you're walking in the darkness, you got a lamp to your feet that shows two or three feet ahead of you. And now it's not, do I take the right path or the light or the left path? It is, do I turn to the right or do I turn to the left? It's a drastic, I can't go forward anymore. Which way do I go? Be still. Mm-hmm. Be quiet and listen to that voice behind you says, this is the direction. Mm-hmm. Go in it. 
So sometimes we be still, and sometimes we move. It yeah. just really depends on what the situation. I, but, but we got to listen, regardless. Yeah. We got to be listening and listening for that little voice. Well, that's so powerful that Isaiah thirty twenty one because of course, I haven't studied the Hebrew on it or the the you know the passage, but but from what it says there, God is not in front of you; He's behind you, hmm. and it's His voice you're listening to. It's all, it's it's this picture of God, like you said. God has said, "Walk and listen." And instead of him leading us by, by, by you know by by rope or by by leash, he's leading us by relationship, mm-hmm. and he's behind you going, all right, you can go right, you can go left. So there's an cr- incredible act of faith and a huge act of of trust, which essentially is faith in action. Think, of, you, go ahead. think about the Israelites coming out of Egypt, <clears throat> Moses leading them out. Yeah. Pillar of fire by uh, by night, the cloud of smoke by day, leading them out. So it's in front of them. It's leading them that whole time. But when they get to that Red Sea and they are stuck, the Bible says, and I think it's Exodus 14 or 15, that that comes behind them at that point. <laughs> and so it's really cool that, but they're still stuck. They can't cross the Red Sea. But now coming between them and Pharaoh's army is this same presence of God is now protecting them from the past and protecting them from the things that were chasing them. But they're still stuck. And they're needing a miracle. And I think that's where a lot of times we are in life. We're stuck between the Red Sea in front of us and our past behind us. And obviously we know the rest of that story. But they didn't at the moment. <laughs> the Red Sea parted and they crossed over to the other side. But um, sometimes he's behind us. Sometimes he's in front of us. Sometimes he's a big pillar of fire. Sometimes he's a quiet voice. I mean, it's – but he's God. You know, he there's not a f- formula for this thing, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but he did protect them from the past, which is really cool to me. Man, so many places we could go with oh, this at this point. I, I feel oh, like really this is this podcast has just started. Yep, uh, part two. But it's day. Uh, thirty-three minutes after, so we got a jet. Yep. Hey guys, it's been fun. Um, I hope that when people listen to this, it will encourage them to take giant steps of faith, and I pray that it will encourage them to believe in a bigger God. Mm. It, really, just a God of the Bible. Sure. Not not a God of our denomination, and not a God of our religion. But a God of the Bible. Yeah. He was, and he is, and he is to come. Same. And that requires some reengineering of our own thoughts sometimes. Yeah. But we should fit into him rather than him fit into us. I don't want a God that can fit in my box. <laughs> my box is too small. Yep. I want a, I want a box that, uh, that is bigger or, or big enough to fit God, which essentially mm-hmm. is no box at all. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, will you pray for us? And and more than that, pray for the people listening. There are some folks who are really struggling with some decisions. And uh, we'll close it with that. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for this uh, chance we've had to get here and just talk about, uh, God, your direction, your will. Um, We do stop right now. We pray for the listener who's listening right now who may be struggling uh, with a decision uh, that's in front of them. We pray that you will give them a clarity on that to help them hear your voice. God, I pray for... um, I pray for the listener who's just uh, going day to day and just they're they're wanting to hear the voice of God. Help us today to um, to do the, the prerequisites. Help us today to seek your holiness and to, to 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 pursue the clean hands and the pure heart and the things that put us in a position to hear from you. God, we pray for that listener today. God, speak to them. I pray. I even pray for the dreams and the visions. Um, God, help them to remember tonight as they lay their head on that pillow tonight to pray that prayer before they go to sleep. God, speak to them. Change lives. God, we thank you for your word that you still speak that way. 
We trust you. We love you with all this. God, expand our boxes, as Jeff just said. Help us not to put you in a box at all. God, lead us. Speak to us. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. Want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.